As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Welcome to the My Essential Birth Podcast. I'm Courtney. And I'm Stephanie. And we're professional doulas, childbirth educators, and the creators of My Essential Birth, the holistic, empowering online childbirth education course helping mothers everywhere confidently achieve their best birth. So join us each week as we share tips and advice for all things pregnancy, birth, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be the first to get new content. And head over to www.myessentialbirth.com for more information about our birth course and to join a community of mamas just like you. Before we get started, we would like to invite you to leave a review for this podcast in iTunes. It's a brand new show and it's really important in the launch of a new podcast to gather reviews. Will you please help us spread the word by leaving a review so that more mamas have a chance of finding this podcast when they search for one? We read every single review and we promise to keep doing that. We love what everyone, all of you ladies have been saying about the Pregnancy and Birth Made Easy podcast here with My Essential Birth. So thank you everyone for your continued support. If you don't know what an Enneagram is, it's a diagram with nine points that illustrates the nine human character structures. They are nine different, but very connected types. And it doesn't necessarily tell us what we do, but why we do it. And to quote Beth at your Enneagram coach on Instagram, go check her out. The Enneagram accurately and clearly describes why you think, feel, and behave in particular ways based upon your core fears and core desires. The idea is that you can use this path of self-discovery to help you transform into the highest, healthiest, truest version of you. So less of a personality test and more of a path back to the truest version of yourself. And as with each of these episodes, we will make sure to link to the free test in our show notes. So make sure to go check that out, take the test and enjoy the episodes. We just have to preface this by saying we are Enneagram enthusiasts, certainly not experts, but we find it all interesting and figured you might too. We want to start this episode with another amazing podcast review. So this one is by Lorelai2015. And it says, pregnant with my seventh and wish I would have had this years ago. I'm pregnant with our seventh baby and have learned a lot from listening to these ladies. I didn't know pregnancy and birth could be a beautiful experience for me. I didn't know I had so many options and I have hopes of having the courage to voice my desires more this go round. I wish I would have looked for this kind of information years ago. We want to say a big fat thank you to Lorelai for, one, leaving a comment, um, a review for us. And also, we just want to express our sincere appreciation and gratitude and absolute joy for what you're experiencing. And girl, you're our hero. Seven, <laughs> Seven babies. babies. Rocking uh, it. Wow. Good on you. 
All right, we are so excited to continue our Enneagram series. Today, we're going to be talking to you about Enneagram One. Um, they are known as the reformer, the idealist, or I think Stephanie and I both figured that perfectionist is a yeah. term that seems to fit <laughs> a little bit more closely. Sorry, ladies. <laughs> But we're going to share with you what your strengths are in birth, what to watch out for. We're going to give some advice for your partner and how best to support you. And um, then we're going to let you know why you might love the My Essential Birth Course. So with that, let's jump into your strengths. First of all, these podcast episodes have been so fun about Enneagram because not only are we learning about ourselves, but we get to learn about all of these mamas and how to support you guys and just everything that you're going to need. And it's been really, really fun diving in. And as you listen to these descriptions and people, aren't you suddenly going, I totally feel like I understand. I bet so-and-so's Enneagram one. (laughs) I feel like it's helping me understand the people around me a little bit better. Yeah. And I know, um, I mean, we've been doulas for quite some time now, but I feel like understanding, I've always felt this way. And so I feel like this is just adding tools to my tool belt, but understanding really what goes on in the mind and the heart of any mom, any birthing mother, um, being somebody that supports them, I feel like is such a blessing. It's such a, a great thing that we can do so that we can really support them in the ways that they need. One of the strengths I love about Enneagram Ones is that you stand up for what you believe in. You have deep convictions and you're willing to go fight for them. I kind of, the image of Joan of Arc comes to mind a little bit when I think about this. Um, And the more you are going to learn about birth, the more you're going to do whatever you can to make sure that you achieve the birth that you want. Yeah, and that includes things like taking a birth course, researching, organizing your information, uh, trying to figure out how you can constantly improve that birth experience. And of course, you love things like checklists. And so making sure that everything is in order and organized and that you've got your packing list for yourself and for your baby and you've got stuff set up for your husband or partner, all of that's going to make you feel really accomplished. You're really good at communicating what you need very frankly and openly and honestly. You're really honest with your partner and your provider about um, how you think things should go and what you expect of them in their role. And that's a wonderful strength. Yeah. So in other words, you are the kind of person that decides on what kind of birth you want and you're really clear about your expectations and what you need to do to get there. So in my mind, you're also the kind of person that would fire a provider. <laughs> you will be the one mm-hmm. that goes to find the provider that's going to be on your team. Because like you said, you're standing for convictions. You see things as black and white. And so if you see one thing one way and you believe that's the right way and your provider doesn't match that, you're not, you're not going to stand up for that. You're not going to compromise. Or stand with that. that. Right. You're going to leave and go find. And so we're going to love on our ones because this is something we preach all the time. You guys will be the ones that pick that perfect provider. I love how self-disciplined Enneagram One people are. They are going to be the ones who just are totally making sure that they get their um, exercises done every day, that they've got perfect nutrition going on, uh, that they're tracking it every single day. It's not really even, I don't want to say it's not an effort for you. Certainly it is. It's just that it becomes such a priority for you that you see the value in doing it. And so there's not a question as to whether or not you're going to um, slack on either of those things. You get it done. That's awesome. Right. Um, listening to your intuition and following it during pregnancy and birth. So this was one that I told Courtney that like, I love this. Like this Mm -hmm. is something that I want to take in for myself because I believe 
everybody has intuition for their pregnancy and for their birth. But when that's something that is naturally a part of you, like you are guided by that intuition um, and your internal desires, you can see where it needs to course correct, particularly like during the birth process. That is such a beautiful blessing in itself. I feel like that is such a strength for you. Type ones are very realistic. So they're able to look at a situation um, and they're not like more one side or the other. So if we're talking about birth, for example, you can look at a birth plan or your birth map um, and get everything that you want on there. But, you know, realistically, you might not get all of it. And so you can adjust for that. You are likely choosing the birth you are because you genuinely believe deep down that it's best for you and your baby. Um this brought to mind an experience I had when I was teaching um, in-person childbirth education classes, and it was right at the end. It was our last class, and we were talking about newborn procedures, meaning what's going to happen to your baby or what the normal procedures are for right after your baby is born, and we were talking specifically about immunizations. What are the shots that they will give to your baby unless you say no right after birth? One of those is hepatitis B, um, and unless you specifically decline it, that's going to be given to your baby. And so I was coming from my perspective And again, I always have strived to share all the evidence-based information, but I was just letting them know hepatitis B is a sexually transmitted infection. And if you know that your partner's negative for it and you're negative for it, um, you know, and your baby's not going to be, anyway, that's maybe something you might want to consider delaying or possibly foregoing altogether. And I had this one dad, this partner raised his hand in the class and he goes, why wouldn't you get that for your baby? He said, tell, tell me what hepatitis B, like what that looks like. We talked about hepatitis B and its symptoms. He's like, why wouldn't you provi- you know, protect your baby against that? And this was one of those guys where I, I wasn't upset that he had his own opinion. That didn't bother me at all. Um, but he came across so forcefully, like, why wouldn't you do this? This is clearly what's best for your baby to get this hepatitis B immunization. He was looking back on it now. I would probably guess that he's an Enneagram one. You're likely choosing the birth you are because you genuinely believe it's best for you and your baby. Now, this kind of reminds me of the podcast episode we did on Enneagram three. They also want the very best for themselves, mm-hmm. for their birth, for their baby. But I feel like Enneagram 1s and 3s are wanting the best for very different reasons. 3s want the best because they want to be the best, right? They're the achiever performer. Um, Enneagram 1s want the best because they they are deeply convicted that this is what's best. They don't see it any other way. They don't see it any other way. And they proceed forward. I think what's wonderful about that, though, even if you don't agree with somebody in that situation, is that person is going to push forward. Like, these are the people that push forward causes. And we're going to get all that into all that in a little bit. But, you know, you're the ones that are going to stand up for other people. Like, you believe in this thing, so this is the thing. And I think it was funny, too, because when we were talking about this before the episode, I was like, yeah, type one, not maybe at their best, where they get a little self-righteous. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, why don't you want to do that? And you're wrong. So just so you know, you're wrong, you know. Um, anyway, so I thought that was kind of funny. I love how – so Enneagram once love personal growth, and that means it, at least in relation to birth. So learning things about birth, becoming really good at relaxation, um, meditation, just your exercises, like nutrition and exercise, like Courtney said, all those things that you do to prepare because you're like, I'm on the right track, this is what I'm doing, that's going to light you up. And that includes, just like you had mentioned – 
some, I mean, you're going to see type 1s that don't vaccinate and you're going to see type 1s that vaccinate. You're going to see type 1s that have epidurals and don't have epidurals. But whichever, and they feel very strongly Yes, about. whichever direction they're going, they're going to plan meticulously to get there. And so if a type 1 wants an epidural but does not want further intervention, they're going to wait till they get to the 6th centimeter. You know what I mean? They're going to use those markers and they're going to aim and they're going to hit those targets. Yeah. Um, just throwing this out there, Enneagram 1s, you would make an excellent crusader of better birth. I just, you know, we we need more voices out there who are speaking to women feeling empowered in their choices and, and being able to pursue awesome births. And you'd be pretty awesome at that, just saying. I had actually included that at the bottom of the watch out section that we're about to get into because Courtney and I had a quote that we put up on our Instagram like quite a while ago, Mm -hmm. but it was basically a warning. And so here's your warning, because if you have an incredible birth, Enneagram type ones, uh, you, you might get brainwashed into loving pregnancy and knowing that you can achieve your ideal birth, which might force you to creating that for other people. In fact, that's, I mean, that's how I got started, right? Like we all have these things that push us forward, but I think you're the kind of person that could just change the birth world by leaps and bounds. So let's give you some other things to watch out for. And we, we mean these so tenderly and kindly. (laughs) Um, Enneagram ones tend to have a harder time relaxing or allowing yourself to relax during pregnancy, during the birth itself. So you're going to want to take measures to help yourself understand through your own research why relaxation is an important tool for pregnancy and birth. Yeah, a lot of what happens with a type 1 is um, they actually seem very calm and collected all the time. In fact, they're the kind of people that other people say, like, they have no emotion. Like, they just don't show what they're feeling at all. But inside, there can be a lot of internal turmoil. And so, especially in this vulnerable space, if you're feeling, for example, that having a home birth or an unmedicated birth is the right thing to do. That is your conviction. And you talk to somebody that you look up to, that you care about their opinion, and they give you the complete opposite. You might be stone-faced. You might not really show emotion that way. But inside, you are questioning everything that you just did, and you are feeling bad, and you are feeling anger. So knowing that, we want to get you to a place where that can turn into a healthy thing. And so along with that, a way to make that healthy is to make sure that you're including in your birth space or people that you talk to prior to birth, really positive people. These are the people that you share your your information with, and they're always going to give you positive feedback because they love you, because no matter what you want, you matter to them. I think one thing you might want to watch out for if you're an Enneagram One is that sometimes this um, perfectionist tendency can lead to depression. It can lead to feelings of guilt if you don't achieve what you set out to do, particularly when it comes to your birth. If you were dead set on having a particular kind of birth and it didn't go that way, that can kind of lead to guilt and depression. And that's kind of a watch out for the partner right there too. So those are things you want to pay attention to because maybe she won't be sharing those emotions with you. However, if you know she was aiming for a specific birth and did not complete that for whatever reason, maybe her whole goal was just to have a vaginal birth and she ended up with a cesarean birth, um, then pay attention, make sure that you're getting her talking about those things um, and maybe talking to some other people about those things because you want to make sure that she's not holding all of that inside because she'll be harder on herself than she needs to be. I feel like anxiety goes hand in hand with that as well. Yeah. Um, I would also give you the caution to try to be forgiving to your partner as they try (laughs) to support you during pregnancy and birth. You might have um, some, while you're really good at being 
a realist, you you were you also have sometimes high expectations right. of the people around you. And um, just keep in mind that try to be forgiving and patient with them. It may benefit you to have a professional like a doula there to support you during birth so that it relieves some of that pressure from your birth partner and helps you to be more likely to get what you want. Yeah. And I think, too, having somebody that's not emotionally involved in that area that you don't have to feel bad about maybe even being a little (laughs) grumpy with, you know, (laughs) like telling them how you really feel. Because they're, I mean, as a doula, we don't take any of that personally. Take it out on the doula. Yes, totally. (laughs) (laughs) It also, it might be difficult for you to surrender to your birth. Keep that in mind because there will come a time during the birth, particularly if you're somebody who wants to have an unmedicated experience, that you will have to let go and surrender. A lot of the perfectionism, um, a lot of that reformer, they want to be in control of the situation. And so it's hard for them to let go. And that is something that is just crucial if you're going to have that birth. I find that this typically happens around eight to nine centimeters where you're you come to a point where you kind of need to surrender to the experience um, emotionally. And so just just a heads up on that Yeah, one. and physically. Um, and physically, Something yeah. that it shows for type 1s is that they're commonly very tense people. Mm-hmm. And tension and, and birth just don't go hand in hand. Like, you got to let it go. So that's something to work on. And we talked about that a little bit, but things like relaxation, meditation, and deep breathing, which are all something you'd find in a really good birth course, those kinds of things are going to be crucial for a mom that's a type 1 preparing to go into, into a birth. As a way to honor all of the mothers on here, from now through Mother's Day weekend, you can grab the My Essential Birth course and get the new bonus birth affirmations track plus matching birth affirmation cards and get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot. Or you can be one of the first five to bundle and save grabbing the My Essential Birth and Postpartum course. And I will personally send you a handmade 100% muslin cotton belly bind with your bonus tutorial video. Plus you get all the bonuses from before the birth affirmation track, matching birth affirmation cards, and you get entered to win one of three goodies from Docatot, totaling $247 worth of goodies. Head to myessentialbirth.com forward slash get started and join me in the birth course today. Happy Mother's Day. Right. So the image that comes to mind when I think of Enneagram ones, you know, I mentioned Joan of Arc, but in nature, I kind of see it as a mountain lake, right? Where it's really Mm. placid and calm on the surface, but it's like churning (laughs) underneath. (laughs) And so you might have a tendency to keep thoughts inside and sort of avoid processing them. Um, We have a really great exercise that can help you work through some of those thoughts that you might and feelings that you might be holding on to and not processing. We call it our find it and flip it. And um, that's a free download for you. So we'll make sure to link to that in the show notes of this podcast. Um, But if you if you don't work through some of those emotions that you're hanging on to, um, just be aware that that can sometimes lead to stalls during birth. Yeah. And that's another tip for the partner, because maybe you've thought you've worked through some of these things, or maybe as the partner, you know, she hasn't worked through some of these things. And so those are indications that maybe there's things happening internally. Sometimes it's a physical thing, but oftentimes a lot of what's going on, our minds are extremely powerful and we are connected Mm -hmm. to our babies. We're connected to this brain. We've got this intuition, but sometimes we have these internal struggles. And so a lot of times it's about if noticing the physical representation of things that might be happening internally and then helping her process even during the birth. So if you're noticing those stalls, if you're noticing some kind of suffering happening, 
happening. It's getting that information out of her head so that she hears even sometimes the ridiculousness of it. Um, This is going to go on forever. I can't do this any longer. I'm not going to be a good mom. None of that's true. I don't feel like I'm doing a good job handling the contractions. Like, right. Um, and we're kind of moving now into advice for partners, but that's definitely one of them. Encourage her to share how she's feeling, her thoughts about the birth and during the birth, um, because that's going to allow her to work through them. All right. So some more advice for partners here. Be very conscious of what she's asked of you, what she expects of you, and then take her requests really seriously. We've mentioned that she might have a lot of expectations for you. Hopefully, you'll both work out something to help alleviate some of that pressure from off of you, but um, don't don't set her expectations or her request at naught. Yeah, I think that's really important for her to just feel validated um, and to see that you care enough to try. And then remember that she expects a lot of herself, whether or not you notice that she says that out loud or she's any kind of verbal about that. So make sure that you're letting her know that she's doing well and that you encourage her no matter where she's done um, or what she's done, that she's done an incredible job. Encourage her to practice that relaxation. Um, That includes meditation and calm breathing. Um, This is going to help her release a lot of that tension that she might be hanging on to, help her learn to let go, um, so that when it comes time for birth, that won't be such a challenge. Right. And even within our birth course, we we have things like this that are partner exercises. They're exercises for helping partners communicate for purposes just like this, but there's also physical exercises that need to happen. And if you're practicing that verbal and physical relaxation and communication, then when it comes time during birth, there's a trust that will be there that you guys will form. Um, And so when you're making those suggestions, unlike me when my husband was making suggestions during our second birth, (laughs) she might be more apt to listen to them and it would be a comfort to her instead. And along those lines, you're really going to want to be careful to be gentle with any corrections or (laughs) suggestions that you give her because I will tell you that Enneagram ones are probably their own harshest critic. Yeah. And so um, even if, you know, like on the surface, she seems to take it it okay, um, inwardly, she will need to feel that she's loved and not judged. Just be very gentle as you give her those suggestions. And then this is kind of specific for pregnancy, but make sure that you show her you care by preparing for her for what she's trying to do, to achieve. If you notice that, you know, she's come to you and she said, this is what I expect for birth. So in other words, that's your cue to know these are things that are really important to my spouse or my partner for this birth experience. Take an active interest in that. I think that will go leaps and bounds in any relationship, but specifically for a type one, just to know that what matters to her matters to you. During the actual birth, and this is true for anyone on any Enneagram type, (laughs) don't take things that she says to you during birth personally. Just, you know, she's in a vulnerable space. She's not her normal self right now, and that's okay. So just um, really kind of put up a little, my boys would say, a force field. (laughs) Just (laughs) let it bounce right off. Your job is there to continue to support her. It's not a time for you to pout about something she said. Yeah, and another reason it's nice to have a doula or other birth assistants or whatever in the room that can just, especially moms do this a lot when things are getting intense and eyes are closed and they're just spouting at the mouth and telling you to stop doing this and to start doing that and you're doing everything wrong or whatever comes out of their mouth. And that's a good time. It's like just to have somebody look at you and give you a little smile like, it's okay, it's okay. (laughs) 
make sure that you are prepared to stand up for her during birth when she may be unable to. She is very convicted. She has a sense of right and wrong. She knows what she wants. But birth is a very um, vulnerable place, and a lot of it happens in our heads, especially as things get intense. She's not going to be able to be verbal and have a conversation with people around her. So if you know her birth plan, if you know her birth preferences, your job is to make sure that you're standing up for her so that she can be safe and protected in her space to do her work. And I promise that'll mean so much to her after the fact she's going to remember you doing that. It always feels good to have people in our court. And so when you go up to bat for her and the things that she feels strongly about, that's going to, that's just going to win her over. Well done on you. Yeah. So let's get into some reasons why Enneagram Ones love the My Essential Birth course. They are so appreciative of all the evidence-based education and knowledge that we share. Um, Women come out of there, wow, I had no idea how much I didn't know. And, you know, thank you so much for already having the research pulled for me so I can look into that more myself or take that to my provider. Um, It's kind of done for you in that regard. And we are happy to be conduits of all that information straight to you. Um, Relaxation and meditation. We have tons of it. It's throughout the entire course. And along with that is that partner interaction. So where you have that tense, you're maybe not super good at communicating. All of that gets worked out as you work through the birth course. One of the things you'll love about the birth course is that we really try to present as unbiased of facts as possible. Stephanie and I often come from two very different camps of thinking when it comes to things like um, circumcision and vaccinations and all those hot topics. And so you're going to hear two sides and you'll get to choose the one that feels best for you. And it's good for you to realize and to note right here in this podcast that though Courtney and I share very, very different opinions about these topics, that we still love each other. (laughs) (laughs) We still get along. We still work well together. The world goes on. We can support each other in our own convictions. So keep that in mind. Well, and it's a healthy exercise too. Even though I don't necessarily totally agree with you, I can see why you're coming from it from that perspective and vice versa. So it's it's a good practice. And for I think everybody. that's all that could be asked. Like whether it's a partner relationship or a professional relationship, or you're talking to somebody on the dreaded Facebook about your political <laughs> opinions. Like it it matters to be able to see it from the other person's perspective and to know like and to yeah, simply, you don't you don't believe these things that I believe, but I know you're still a good mom and I support you and I love you. Yeah, or I don't agree with you, but I can see why you would come at it from that point of view. So yeah. All right. And finally, we know since you are a checklister that you will love our checklists, our guides, our cheat sheets, everything that is already set up for you that you can cross off and get excited about moving through the course. All of that is just going to make you so happy and give you that sense of accomplishment. Enneagram Ones, we love you. We are so grateful for all that you bring to birth and we look forward to linking arms with you as crusaders in the better birth movement. As we know you're going to be there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, mamas, we will be back with more tips and advice soon. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe so that you get notifications first about new episodes. And don't forget to head over to myessentialbirth.com for more information on the birth course and to join our online community serving pregnant mamas just like you. 